0: should i play that with chris and rod how you doing rod uh what's going on what's going on apparently my voice shocks people so so i'm trying i'm trying my i'm trying my best (laughs) to hold back
1: (laughs) well uh, admirable admirable
0: (laughs) what's going on everybody another episode of should i play that here we're here Episode eighteen. Listen, so close to episode twenty. So 18, close. Eighteen weeks of consistency of like, of working nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, pushing the brand, making the brand brolic. Uh Just you know, just going through so much, but we're still here. You know, if you listen to us as soon as the episodes drop, it's Friday. You'll be listening on a different day. It's whatever day that is. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you for tuning in this week. And Rod, how you doing, man? What's going on?
1: I'm doing very well. Happy to be back. You had an awesome guest last week. Uh I checked the episode out. Quentin. Definitely a big shout out to him. You guys held down the fort very well in my place. And uh yeah, I'm very excited to be back.
0: Yeah, man. Like uh, um and if you guys haven't checked out his stuff, uh it's Techie Cube on Twitch on instagram twitter and he has some you know he's for you know a because i think he's in grad school don't be mad if i got that wrong but you know he's doing he's he's doing that full time he's doing the twitch he's uh he's putting out some really good content and he's still working on his uh his e3 stuff so be on the lookout for that it's gonna be some pretty cool stuff because he was out there on the show floor Um, and he gave us some of his impressions so if you haven't checked out last week's episode definitely give that a uh a listen but that's last week this is this week rod how you feeling this week man man you know we're coming
1: down off the the e3 high you know uh there's not (laughs) as as will be evidenced later on uh not a lot of news going on uh but but that's fine because we're all we're all still recovering you know we're it's it's that that post e3 lull that we're all feeling as, as you guys had the after party, you know, last week. Um, now we're, now we're all recovering this week from, from that after party. Um, and I, this is a great time to just, uh, get out there and play some games, right? We mentioned that on the show, like, uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, get out there, play some new games. There's not a lot new coming out. There, obviously there's some stuff. There's a few things coming out here and there, kind of sparingly, but, you know, this is a good time in the, in the beginning of summer here to uh, check out what else is new in the gaming landscape. So I'm feeling very good about that.
0: Yeah, shout-out to the Epic Store. They just finished their um, their sale. And then shout-out to Steam. They're going through their summer sale right now. So just like what Rod said, um, if you're on PC, uh, go ahead and check out these these deals that are going on. There's some really good stuff. And console people, just <laughs> whenever flash sales go on, that's when you want to check these things out. Right. But, um, yeah, this is definitely a good time. I What, what I'm thinking is uh, pretty soon I want to do an episode where we sort of highlight some games that, you know, you might have been overlooked, you know, that came out this year, maybe the year before last, and just, you know, give you guys something to, to like, a, I don't a homework, but, like, you know, something to look out for. Something like if you're bored right now, you're not really playing anything, you want something new, we'll give that out. Not this week, but maybe next week
1: yeah yeah that'll be a good halfway point through the year,
0: yeah but um actually, first and foremost, if you uh don't know, we are on Instagram' we're, on, we're now on Twitter with the correct name, so I'm gonna be uh posting more regularly on Twitter. It's should I play that yeah. no no random numbers anymore. I don't know why I was doing that, but like randomly, I was like, you know what, I really wanna start posting content on Twitter. I got to fix this. And I like logged in and like fixed it. So Mm. it was giving me issues before. I don't know why, but got that fixed. So like I said, Instagram, Twitter, uh, of course, Facebook, uh, with how life is for me, I haven't been able to stream recently, but you know, I still do posts on Facebook. So definitely still, uh, check out our posts on there. Uh, shout out to the new people that follow us, you know, every now and then. So, um, you know, Thank you for joining, listening to the podcast. Thank you for joining the family. And then, um, look out for us to be on other platforms. Wink, wink. Things are, you know, in the workings. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. You, there's a hell of a new banner too. For us. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I did that while I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little, little, I had a little bit of downtime and I was like, you know, you know what's crazy? So. I feel like I'm, like, firing off at all cylinders. Like, I, I, you know, have different jobs. I have two different jobs. And then also have this. So it sort of feels like... It sort of feels like three jobs. But this doesn't feel like a job. This feels like something that, you know, I'm so passionate at. Right. That I could just, like... Like, right now, I'm running on... Like, I think three hour No, four hours of sleep. And then after we finish recording this, I have to, like, pack laundry and like once again wake up early tomorrow morning to you know have another full day but I wouldn't trade it like I'm I I feel content like I feel like happy coming home and for one coming home and sleeping in my own goddamn bed like that (laughs) is that is listen if I think a lot of people take that for granted like if if you have a comfortable ass bed, like try sleeping like in your car for like a week, and then going back home and oh, not saying that slept in the car, but just saying like try to sleep somewhere else for like a week and come back home, come back into your bed, like you'll appreciate it a little bit more. It.
1: it I don't mean to give you more ideas, but is this going at the? Is that going at the end of like your motivational speech at the end here?
0: Ooh. I need to write that down
1: I regret everything <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you haven't listened to us before what we like starting off the episodes with is a little segment called what you've been playing it's where we like to sort of do a little recap of what we've been playing so Rod what you've been playing
1: oh boy let me uh go ahead and get my scroll out um so I, I – obviously I wasn't on the show last week, so my what you've been playing has been kind of backed up. And not only was I not on the show, but we didn't talk about what you've been playing the week prior. So basically this is like three weeks built up, to be honest. Um And, and I've got a laundry list of games here, and uh, we're going to go through them. We're going to go through 90% of this list uh in gross detail. Okay. So
0: uh... – the, the way I like it.
1: <laughs> So uh, we've got uh, first up on the docket. Let's get the the first thing out of the way, which is I finally did it. I finally finished Days Gone. Oh boy, here it
0: goes. It's, All right, it, hey, quick quick shout out to our, our people that um us on Instagram. Okay. I posted a uh, the the episode summary of last week's episode. Okay, and sh- and shout out to Eric. He was like. Yo, let me. I can already guess what happened this episode. Rod <laughs> plays days gone. Says he doesn't want to, but still does it. <laughs> and I was okay. like, I was like, I was like, yo, 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 chill, chill, chill. Not this week, but probably next week.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you know what, guys, Chris, Eric. I finished it. So no more. We don't have to hear about Days
0: Gone anymore. <laughs> you sure? You sure cuz I I feel like we still talk about anthem every now and then. Uh yes, A- accurate, accurate, but you know,
1: we've we've toned down significantly on the on the anthem th- talk thankfully. But but this is this is for real. All right, I mean it this time. Days Gone is actually completed. Um and also I sold it. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: So there's, I actually, no go, there's no going back. Okay, okay. Exactly.
1: So I I literally can't talk about it. it, it you know, it, I, I can't play it anymore. Um. So just <laughs> very briefly, it's done. It's finished. So basically, what I was saying like a few weeks ago about you know kind of where I was with the game, kind of waffling it between like quality. Um. It kind of. I will say this. It 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 finishes in kind of like a really limp way. Like it it, it builds. It, Onto itself in a pretty interesting manner for the third act, and then it kind of like I don't want to say shits the bed, but it's just not it's just not where it really should be um, for the final act. Now, things feel a little anticlimactic for a number of reasons, uh, but I will say that there's a post credit sequence that is actually very interesting and kind of turns the entire concept sort of on its head um if you're paying close attention throughout the game they sort of drop subtle hints that this is where the game uh will be going but it kind of says you know well hey for days gone too this is where like this is what you might be doing this is who or what you might encounter um and that is actually pretty fascinating so definitely definitely interesting and or intriguing i should say and, and I am personally kind of interested in seeing a sequel. Kind of like what I was saying a few weeks ago, like Days Gone 2, I would be interested if they changed some significant aspects of the gameplay. Um, I, I would need, I would need those tweaks to happen, um, for, for it to feel overly satisfying. Um,
0: see, I, I want to know whether or not Days Gone has gotten enough sales to warrant a sequel. This is anecdotal, but.
1: I do recall reading that Sony Bend was uh, quite happy with the performance. And I know for a fact that the Japanese and European performance of the game, um, if you look at the media create sales uh, for for this in Europe, they're pretty pretty good, pretty solid. The NPD for May um, that came out like last week was actually – it had Days Gone at number two, just behind uh, Mortal Kombat 11 at number one. And uh, that's pretty good. And I know Japan has been like really eating the game up for some reason. I haven't gotten, a, I haven't been able to like look into why, but, um, but it has, and that's, that's really cool. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know what more to say about this game that like,
0: <laughs> that I haven't already stated. So, so for, for people that, you know, that are just now tuning in, um or just in general like like uh, can you are you going to give the official you know should should i play that rating should you play this uh, maybe for like
1: $20 you should play it you know i i don't know if it's worth $60 but it also kind of depends on what you're looking for i mean it is a very it is a rote like kind of uh a gameplay experience so i think that if you are looking for if you're looking for an engaging story within, with great characters, I don't think that it's consistent, but I do think that there are moments where it offers you th- that. Um, I don't think it offers you, I don't, I don't think it offers it in a consistent way or often enough to really justify like the 40 to 50 hour playtime. I mean, it's, but the, the main story, main story, mind you, this is not like with side quests and everything else. It will take you anywhere between 40 to 50 hours, like just to complete the main, uh quest which is or campaign or whatever like it's that that's
0: that's insane like it, it's far from like what we were expecting because we were, we were both like or at least i know for me i speak for myself that i was expecting the game to be at least like at most like eight to ten hours
1: yeah no same I, i'm with you on that i wasn't expecting it to be long for whatever reason um Maybe it was because with pre-release stuff, like, they had only really showed the hordes, and they really uh didn't focus on a lot of different looking, like, areas or environments, so you really didn't know, like, okay, kind of like Anthem in a way, you know? It was like, well, we only got one biome, really, like, you know, so things like that, uh, we didn't see the variety in the pre-release material. And so yeah, you and I both kind of felt like it wasn't going to be that long. Turns out it's like quadruple times that. Um so yeah, it it's it's strange. And it's not like a thing of like, well, hey, 60 hours for or for like you know or 60 bucks for like 50 hours of gameplay. What great value! I mean, not really because like for majority of those hours, like 80 percent of that time, 70 to 80 percent of that time, like you really are doing the same thing over and over and over again. Now it gets progressively better because like I mentioned before, like the skills get better, and it be, the game becomes uh, easier to play, but it's more of a convenience for the, the player, and less that, oh, this is so much more satisfying now, it's just like, oh, I can finally, like, run and reload, or I can, oh, I can finally, like, crash my bike more than once, and it's not totally destroyed, like, you know, it's it's kind of arbitrary uh senses of, of progression, really, so... Yeah, it, it's weird. This this game has me conflicted, man. Like I, I don't it's I, I don't want to say it's like a good game, and so I can't really say like y- you should play this game. Uh <laughs> but if your expectations are right, if you get it for the right price, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I might play a day's gone too. Who knows? Who knows? But
0: I mean, know. I feel like the best comparison is how um, cuz at least for me, how I look at Assassin's Creed 1. Like I've never I never finished it. I couldn't get through the game, but all the other ones, like, especially Assassin's Creed 2, like a huge upgrade, huge come up, glow up, if you want to say. And just, it, it fixed the problems that the first game had, and then, it, like, continually, like, built from that. So, I'm looking at Days Gone thinking that might be the case based on what you're saying. So, I don't know, like, if, like, like you said, if they, decide to make a day's gone to, which you know if the sales are good and you know I don't think it it, it didn't really it didn't really bomb per se no like, you know, it didn't why not. is it? No. no so and I feel like it like the consensus has been i want to say it was across the board like well i mean i it, i feel like from what I've seen from The community, I've seen that like some publications said that it was okay and uh, I've seen some like you know personal like you know uh content creators saying that I saw some content creators sort of like I don't know overhyping the game and that's when you sort of like step back and like yo like were there like sony ninjas in a room like you know having <laughs> kunai's pointing at your head if you said anything bad
1: yeah it's weird because it's like yeah th- like I, I hear that as well like I think critically it didn't do great I think it was like mixed poor reviews i would feel comfortable saying um mm-hmm. but what what, like what you just mentioned with the community in general like just general <laughs> public playing the game like i hear a lot I the majority i would hear say you know this is really good i even hear some people say oh this is my game of the year like you know i i don't I and i hear i understand and see why they say that like as i'm playing through the game i i understand that viewpoint but it just doesn't hit me in that same way like that the highs aren't that high for me like they're they're decent they're and they're better than like the the opening 10 hours of this game are close to miserable but once you get over that hump which i mean again 10 hours is a lot to ask for an investment uh, an initial investment but once you get over that hump like the game does get it it does get better and, and i can't really deny that um at a certain point you know um there, it's so plenty problematic in a lot of ways um gameplay wise but i mean it It does its thing, you know, uh, I know that's really nebulous, but like it 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 does what it does kind of okay at a at a certain point. I know almost everything I say about this game seems like it's damning with faint praise and and maybe that is kind of the situation here, but that's that's kind of where we are. um but I could definitely see this I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, but I could see this being an assassin's Creed two situation, you know, or assassin's Creed, I should say one situation where the sequel is drastically better you know they've figured out the narrative they figured out what works they've fleshed out their characters in a way you know because there are certain things that are consistently good The, the visuals i feel like are amazing like the face tech is fantastic like it's it's really kind of second to to maybe maybe like god of war or something or even horizon like You know, uh, like the face tech is, it's fantastic. The performances by the characters are really good. Like the voice acting is really great in this game. Um, across the board, even if I hated the characters, I was like, damn, they're really giving a good performance here. So, like, there are, presentation wise, like they've got, they've got it down. If they can change certain things about the gameplay and make it a more fun game to play, vary up the missions a little bit, like make it so we're doing other things, um, Uh, Make it so we're fighting the Horde earlier. You don't fight the Horde until, like, you're almost done with the game. Like, and that's at hour 40. And it's, that's crazy that they, that they do that. They've advertised it so heavily. Um, you know, this is like the world comes after you. Like, that's the tagline of the game. And the fact that it takes them so long to introduce this mechanic, you know, you're, when you're almost finished, you're almost in post game, like, That doesn't really make much sense to me. So introduce stuff like that way earlier, you know? That, that stuff was actually okay. Like fighting the horde was kind of fun, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so that's it. Done. We're, we're wiping our hands clean. A day's gone. Yay. All right. If I didn't have a mic in my hand, I'd be stopping. (laughs) Okay. So next up, here's a game that you spoke about. And you kept talking about, like, you know, oh, man, you know, this is really good. This is, you know, I've had a lot of fun with this. And every week I was like, I'm going to get this game. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It went on sale. Wouldn't you know? I purchased it. I loved it. You were totally right. Katana Zero.
0: Ooh. Played the
1: game. Awesome game awesome like it was even better than what i originally thought like i knew it was going to be good especially because like you had such high praise for it and i was loving everything that you said about it um i beat this game in uh i completed this game in about a week It's, it's like a four to five hour game i took my time with it like uh it's it's phenomenal you you know i'll spend just a little bit of time on this because you know you've talked about it so much here but but man it's like this The cyberpunk neo-noir kind of, uh, atmosphere. It's a 2d, you know, action game. You have a sword and you're like blocking bullets and you've got people who like, you know, have other weapons as well. And you're kind of like, you can parry them and like, you've got a dash and you can kind of, you know, run through things. It's some beautiful, beautiful, uh, art like pixel art, I would say. And, uh, and a banging soundtrack. Like this thing is amazing. I want to say it's on Spotify. Like I would I would bump some of these tracks like in my car. It's really good. Um kind of like this pulse pounding like EDM infused soundtrack. And it's cool because the music is uh diegetic. Uh and I believe uh diegetic is when like you um uh, is when there's music happening. Like, in the world of the fiction, that the audience can also hear. So, like, before each, um, before each level, the player character, like, kind of puts in earbuds and, like, starts the Walkman or whatever he's using, the MP3. And, uh, and it's, it's cool. It's so cool. Um, and the whole, the whole thing has this 80s vibe to it, you know? Like, this, um, you got VHS, kind of uh, white noise that kind of permeates the the screen as you're like um you know you're pausing and you're watching your play back like because after every level you rewatch what you just did um either slow down or, or sped up like you can watch it super sped up like if as if it's on a security camera um and it's super brilliant
0: yeah i was going to say like just you like just talking about the game has to be hype about the game again yeah like, I, I feel like if you if you like side-scrollers, if you like, like you know, action games, like, it's a definite pickup. It's pretty cheap. I think it's 15 bucks, 15 or 20. Yeah,
1: it's like 15 bucks.
0: Yeah. Um. And from, like, after beating the game, there's, like, a couple of things, I guess, you could go back and redo because they give you the option to go back to all the levels. And I think they're there's like a secret boss that you get to go against i after finishing the game like i didn't really like jump into any of that but like just hearing about the game again just sort of you know has me excited and i i guess i I have like a trip coming up so you know during that you know car ride i think that's gonna be uh that's gonna be the move right there
1: yeah yeah and there's some stuff um i don't know if we i don't know if you're interested in going into spoilers here um but there's stuff at the end of the game, like post-game content that I, I actually saw that it could be accessed and i kind of went into it but I, I couldn't actually access it so i wonder if that's like dlc meant for later or maybe i it. yeah something. and that's
0: and that's sort of what i was talking about like there's like extra stuff that you have to you sort of have to go back and like redo certain levels and like collect certain things
1: okay and they can only be done in certain ways
0: exactly Ah,
1: okay. Yeah, so that's another thing about this game too that I wasn't expecting is that it's like kind of a mind fuck, like in terms of the narrative. Um, there are several moments. I will say this. There were like at least two or three moments that gave me like similar like chills, like creep chills that I got during like that moment in Metal Gear Solid 2 when the Colonel's like, Turn off your PlayStation. Like I got like (laughs) two I got like two or three of those during this this game. Um just during certain moments. And the narrative is actually like really compelling. In an odd way that I wasn't expecting. Like I, I was just expecting to have like a, a super solid, tight game to, to play and not necessarily something I was in planning on investing heavily in, like emotionally. And I mean, I'm not going to say like it's, you know, isn't, we're not talking about last of us here, but like what it, for what it is, for such a short experience, like it's super creative and I really appreciated the twists and turns it gave us.
0: It builds a world that I'm sort of invested in now. Yes. Yes. So, like, whether it be, like, you know, more games down the road or, like, hell, yeah. if they write books or do, like, a comic series, like, I'm all for it. Like, yeah. they, they they do a really good job of creating, like, a, a narrative in this world that you sort of they, – they set up questions that they sort of give you answers to. But then with those answers, open up more questions. And now you're like, damn, like, I need more. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's – and it's yeah. and it's sort of similar to like the whole theme of, um, like like the the, the main character, you know, uh, was is it, is, is his name Zero? Or is it Katana? It's it's Ooh, one of the two.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was Zero, but yeah. it, but at least I know that's his like designated number. But um, yeah,
0: yeah. We're, so we'll go with Zero. So so yeah. So the the whole like gist of like him. Being able to use like bullet time is that he's using a drug called Kronos and like he's dependent on it so that you know before he goes out on missions he has to you know get injected and so that he could use that power. I feel like what they did with this story like they sort of like injected us with like some sort of Kronos and I'm like yo I need more I need right. more of this story so
1: yeah they do some really interesting kind of spec ops the line type things with with the narrative. Um, where kind of zero functions – I don't want to give too much away, but, like, there's just specific moments where you're kind of meant to self-insert as zero, and the way that they play on that is – I don't want to use this word too loosely here. I know I'm saying it a lot tonight, but, like, it's, it truly is brilliant, like, what they do with it. And they didn't have to go that far, um, but they do. And it's extremely exciting. Like, I, I love it. I can't wait for a sequel to this game that could, you know, it could go in different directions. Like, we could follow a totally different character, like, if we wanted to. Um, and, and that's super cool. So, yeah. And also, another thing, too, I wanted to mention very quickly is, um, the, there are choices that feel significant in this game. I'm not sure, like, how badly, like, the timelines can branch, but, I know of at least like a couple different uh, scenarios that actually impact your gameplay directly, which is in uh, which is incredible. So, yeah, really awesome game.
0: And that's that's good to hear because I didn't know whether or not it actually affected anything. So, you know, some some because some games like they 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 make it look like it's you know, hey, you know, you have choice, you could right. alter the you know the story, but not really.
1: Yeah. Right. And and you know what's awesome without again without saying too much about it is that they play with that concept too. They 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 deliberately mess with the player in that way and pose the question of like, you know, oh, you know, you thought you had choice in this instance and we're going to let you think you have choice but in reality you actually don't. Yeah. Um and and it's it's awesome. Great game. Great game. Love it. Love it, um. So you were totally right on that one, Chris. I I am all all hail Chris on that one for sure. Um, so I picked up I picked up two games. I picked up Katana Zero. I had also picked up this other game called Ape Out. Now, you and I talked about Ape Out maybe off air. Um, and I I, I think you picked it up on a whim, but mm-hmm. I picked it up kind of at, having seen the trailer before and had my i've had my eye on it for like the last month or or so and um i finally picked it up on the sale so ape out is a game and also katana zero if you, we hadn't mentioned before it's a devolver digital published game so is ape out both by devolver um and i know ape out i want to say i hope i'm not wrong about this but i want to say it was actually made at like um like a game jam, or it was made like by one person. Maybe not a game jam, but it was made like as an experiment kind of by like one person, um, and one or two people. And it is a procedurally generated top down action game. So it's very similar to like Hotline Miami. I, I think it, it's more Hotline Miami than Katana Zero is, um, in my opinion, where, you know, you kind of die in like a few shots um you have to kind of execute everything perfectly like you're you play an ape and you're trying to escape from various predicaments the first level is like you're just in this cage and you have to it's one of the most memorable opening levels i played like this entire year because it's just like you break out of the cage uh you get title screens uh which which is really fun kind of like this 60s technicolor style um font and everything and even down to the 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 colors, like everything is bold and kind of like in very uh binary colors, like everything's either like yellow and red or like black and, you know, white or something like that. The colors actually change depending on what the environment actually is. Um The music is also procedurally generated. So like the there's a there's it's like impro, improvisational jazz and there's a drummer in the background and the drummer is like changing uh tone in, intonation like as he's like as the the action is ramping up or slowing down so the beat will be much 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 faster and the music will change drastically if like you know you're this ape and you're like throwing people against walls and like using people as shields and like their own guns against them and or using metal metal doors uh to like Block bullets and things like that. Like as things are happening, the music is getting crazier. And when things slow down, the music kind of chills out. Um, ape out was like a couple hours long. I actually completed it. Like I played like three-fourths of it on like a plane, which was great. <laughs> Perfect for Switch. Um, and I love this game. I genuinely love this game. Um, it's, it, it does something that I really appreciate that A lot of games do, which is it continually ramps up the, uh, the ideas. So it starts with the simple idea of like, you know, you're this ape and you're, you're breaking out and you're trying to fight against these guards. Um, and eventually they'll do certain things, like maybe the next level will be, uh, you know, the lights have gone out and now the colors have changed to where now you can't actually see like the areas that you're hiding behind. You actually have to rely on the white lights from the guards to guide you on where they are or the flashing lights the flashing white lights that are present like you have to kind of rely on those type of things to kind of get you through the level um and you don't have to kill people but it's it's gonna be hard not to um so you have to run into uh run through encounters or combat encounters with other people at a certain point um and yeah, Chris, what what have you? We haven't talked about this game off air or on air yet, so I'm very curious what you have to say about this game.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> like I have only played maybe like the int- like the first level, I guess. Okay, of it. So like you know, I didn't put too much time into it, but like I get like a like I really like like I really like how the music is like made based on like your actions so like i i don't know if you've seen the movie but like you've seen whiplash
1: that is one
0: of my f- favorite
1: movies of all time
0: actually so like i just i just I, I just remember that scene of um uh what's what's the guy's name that he's miles like he's, teller or not, JK simmons? Not, yeah jk simmons is like yelling at miles teller and like <laughs> trying to get him to play on beat yeah Like is. i i like anytime not I think my about tempo Yes, anytime I think about you know this game, like that scene just comes to mind, and then like I immediately like remember me playing this game, and then like dying repeatedly, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> let me play this when I'm
1: <laughs> when oh, I'm no. when I'm
0: more awake. But no, oh, no, but no, no. So like, I I, I enjoy the game. I enjoy like how like you're saying how it's uh, it's just it's, it's just a fast paced game, um. It's it's something that, like, I want to put more time into, but I, I like the little bit that I've played.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that it, it's it's very short. Um, There's not, like, you know, there's, like, a, a few levels in it. Like, you'll be done with it in no time, especially if you binge it. But the thing about it is, and, and that's – and I know I can already hear people say, you know, oh, man, it's $15, like, it's a really lot. It's a lot for, like, you know, four or five levels into this game, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, to me – and maybe that's a conversation to have, like, later on. But, like, the, the dollars to value or the dollars to, to time spent ratio is, like, for me not relevant here. It's all about, like, I've never played a game like this. I've never played – I mean, obviously, we've played, like, Hotline Miami. Like, I did make an analog to that earlier. But, I mean, it's more than that, though. Like, it's it's it, it does something that I think even Hotline doesn't do. Which is, again, it ramps up the concepts and, and presents things in a really creative way. Like at one point, there's a level where like you're on a high rise and you all of a sudden get the option to, you know, toss people not just against walls but actually off the door or out of the window. But then you have also SWAT team members coming in through the window. So now you have to worry about them and they have different kinds of guns and you do run into different types of weapons and people with different – um Uh, combat abilities and you have to adjust on the fly and it's 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 really good It i I honestly didn't feel a point where it got super unfair i think there was like maybe one section i had to replay maybe 10 times but other than that like like I, i never felt like it was super obnoxious with it or egregious with the difficulty um or difficulty porn as some might say but um but yeah, I, I, I'm continually impressed, and I would be interested in having like a, a deeper discussion about like the design philosophy, and maybe like a a more in depth spoiler ish talk about what it is that game does really well because it reminds me of like a Super Mario game. Um, I always think about Shigeru Miyamoto and what he's always said with his de- design philosophy when creating Mario, and it's that you know he comes up with one concept and each. You know, no pun intended, but like brick by brick, he starts to like build out like the concept. You know, if, if, uh, and he's always trying to teach you something with, um, with the placement of enemies or things like that, like the opening level, one, one, Super Mario Brothers, you know, original Super Mario Bros. Like you, he places the Goomba, uh, right in front of you, right above the blocks to make you have that decision of like, okay, should I go for the question block here or should I go for the Goomba or should I like, jump over the initial set of blocks entirely and go backwards like what should i do like he's training you to think that way training you how to jump training you for decision making that's exactly how i felt playing ape out um and that's honestly a, a super high compliment that you can give a game It's <laughs> comparing it to a shigeru miyamoto game so yeah yeah great awesome experience i Fucking love ape out. Everybody should check this game out.
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely on the docket of you know games for me to jump back into. But like, cause like I said, I like the little bit that I have played. Cause like I played it. I think we talked about this game maybe about I think it was like three weeks ago at this point. Yeah. So that's why I sort of don't like have too much to say about it except for like the, you know the praises that I've gave it and like what you've said. and Sort of just piggybacking off what you said, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to play a little bit more, and you know, like, have that conversation because it's it's something worth looking into. If, if if anything that we've said about the game, uh, like sort of sounds fun to you, and you don't mind paying the fifteen bucks, because like I sort of feel like that's another really good conversation to have is how to translate like dollars to enjoyment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, fifteen bucks for ape out. Might, might have been really good for you, but I feel like, you know, for someone that's sort of, like, if you're on a game, maybe, like, a $10 price point would have been, like, a little bit more appeasing or something like that. I don't know what it is about that five extra dollars, but um, I don't know. Like, I feel like you have to really be sold on something to, like, you know, put the money out for it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think the best way to do that is check out a trailer for this game, Um because I think it's it is something that will click almost instantly once you see it in action i'm not sure if i'm explaining it properly or or right or in an exciting way um but it, it really is something to be experienced
0: that's a good point because i feel like the it's the mixture of the gameplay the mixture of the art style and the mixture of the music i feel like all three come together and that's when you fall in love with the game
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point. Like, yeah, once everything just starts working in tandem with one another, uh, the visuals, music, like, it just starts going, like, you just get into the zen mode where, like, you start kind of doing everything kind of to the beat, almost, of, like, what's happening. And, um, it's really satisfying. I've, I've played few games more satisfying than this one this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend you play this game, for sure. All right, and next up on the docket, man, we're just rolling through here. I've got Into the Breach. So Into the Breach is a game I bought actually quite a while ago, and I started it, but I did not play a lot of it. So this is the game by – I want to say this is Subset Games. Correct me if I'm wrong about that, um, but I believe it's Subset Games. It's made by uh two guys um, and – uh and that is do, 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 do. yes, I was right about that. Yeah, subset of games. Uh two guys who made FTL, Faster Than Light, which is another amazing game, actually. Um it is a roguelike or FTL was a roguelike in space, essentially. And um and you had to like do things like uh, have a crew, put out fires, go to like warp warp to different planets and like he was basically trying to make it to I forgot. I don't think you were trying to make it to the center of the universe. That was No Man's Sky. Uh you're trying to make it to a certain point like on the map. And uh you know, if you died, that's it, you start over. Into the Breach is similar in concept. It's another roguelike, but it this time instead of, you know, space travel, it is actually based on um Based on Earth, and, but it has like mechs and stuff. So it's like kind of Pacific Rim-ish or like Gundam, I guess, if you want. It's got like mecha and, uh, kaiju in it, essentially. Um, and what it is, is, uh, these, these kaiju, the, the enemies, the Vex, I think Vex they're called or Vector or something, something like that. The, uh, bug creatures, they have invaded Earth and, uh, they're threatening to take it out. And essentially you are uh you take control of a person who who could, has the ability to time travel. So if you die in the game, technically narratively, it's you can before you actually die, you can actually time travel back to the the another timeline, an alternate timeline in which like uh the resistance just starts on Earth, I guess, and uh you have three units, three mech units that you can use against the alien creatures um and you can have different abilities like you know you can't have more mechas but i mean i think there's like you can have like mini artillery or something but they're all like uh one has like a uh like a wing zero gundam or something like that like uh, if you don't watch Gundam, I don't even know what to say. Like, Pacific, <laughs> no, I mean, like Pacific Rim, like that's probably the most American thing, like that's probably come out, right? Like with, with mechs in it or like the Avatar. Actually, the Avatar ones mm. are like, like pretty good examples because that's kind of what they look like. They're like kind of humanoid okay. looking mechs. And, um, then you get like, you know, artillery cannons, uh, or missiles. And then you get like a little tank. Like that's your starter set of, 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 uh, tanks so as you go you unlock achievements so it's like hey kill three vex and like you know i don't know one turn or something like that um that will give you a coin and with those coins you can actually go and purchase more mechs or you could purchase like you'll get things like a reputation which you can use at the end of each uh, skirmish you can use that to like purchase um you know, more abilities, more weapons for your mechs. And these are all things that you have to kind of do at the beginning of your run. So if you die, you don't retain like um the things that you've bought. Uh So each, every time you go to the store or you visit the store, it's on a rotation. So you have to buy, you have to spend, you want to always spend the rep on something Um because the store will, will never have the same things in stock. So... It's a really awesome game. I actually completed one run. I might have had like 10, somewhere between 10 to 15 runs and I only completed one. Uh, and I was on easy mode. So I just admitted that on, on, in public, but oh. that's fine.
0: Oh man, we're about to get a bunch of comments about this <laughs> one.
1: Yes. Oof. Probably, probably. Um, I'm I am bad. I am bad at this game. Yeah, I was way better at, at FTL. It was something about Into the Breach that is uh, more difficult, but it's super fun, man. So, uh, like,
0: what, what type of like is this? Like a RPG? Is
1: it like? Uh... So it's like um, it's grid based. It's a grid based combat uh, game. So it looks like I would say like uh, tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics, or Advance Wars, or something like that. That's what it looks like. Um so when you get to place the your units on the map at the beginning of the turn uh you only get four turns so um let me try to make this a little more clear there are four levels in all with a fifth level being the final one and in within each level there's at least like six between 6 to 8 sections now you don't do each of those sections but they're all divided like, as if they're actual regions in like on this continent and um so you might do like three to four sections on a map, and that will give you though each each section will give you different um they'll either give you rep which you can use to turn in at the store for different weapons or you can um or it'll give you power grid points which power grids are um basically your life so you have anywhere between um one to like eight uh power grid bars and every time that the vex attack one of your buildings which are on the map which that's what you're protecting um that's one power grid that you lose um so you have to do your best to um, make sure that not only do your mechs stay alive um because there is permadeath um Jeez. but you have to, but you have to protect the buildings um and there's permadeath in the sense that like on your run you you can lose a pilot Um every now and then there will be what is called a time pod which will come out of nowhere on the battlefield at the beginning of usually at the beginning of a map and that might contain a pilot that you can use and a pilot will come with like different um abilities for each mech so you can have a mech that doesn't have a pilot but it will just kind of be raw and you won't get like plus two movement ability or plus two plus one experience per kill or something like that, that a pilot might have. So it's always beneficial for you to have as like pilots, as many pilots as possible. But if you die on a battlefield or if your mech becomes disabled, your pilot dies and they actually stay dead. Um, so that can be tough. You will get the mech back, but you won't get the pilot back. Um, so, and if you lose like, the last pilot standing is the one that you get to actually take with you um in the alternate timeline. So there's also, there's a ton of strategy. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I hope, does that make, is that making sense? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's, it's really,
0: because now we're talking about alternate timelines. We're talking about pilots coming from the future is like, I'm seeing like trunks coming down from like you know from the from the time machine. It's it kinda, like, we have to we have to defeat the androids. So
1: it, it actually you know not even to be funny. It actually le- it is kind of like that, like legitimately. It is it is kind of like that. And, and honestly, don't get bogged down with all the time travel stuff. That that shit is only there for narrative purposes. Like it's cool. It's only set dressing though for like really what the mechanic is, which is like you can carry one pilot from one of your other playthroughs over to another playthrough basically that's that's all it means
0: there'll be two androids to show up on south island
1: (laughs) (laughs) basically basically um but it's a really cool game i apologize if all that sounds like mumbo jumbo but it's it's a really really awesome game um I'll try to get better at explaining this. I do kind of want to talk about this in the future. I just,
0: I just oh. see like the, the character that you bring. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on this, but the character that you bring from the other playthrough, like he comes through, he's like, yo, I've seen some shit. Listen, we have to prepare. We have to prepare for the androids. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of what happens. Like he's like, Hey, like this timeline is, is fucked, but we're going to try to, to unfuck it. <laughs>
0: Basically. Uh, so. See, when Thanos used the, uh, infinity stones, he made a, he made a breach into the multiverse. It's, wow, good one. Good
1: one. Um, I, I like that. I respect it. Um, but yeah, it, it's really, it's, it's amazing, uh, strategy. Like, it's, it, there are several moments. It's a game that really is, I would say it's almost puzzle based, uh, because all of the moves that the AI make, it's like you can, there are just so many different components to the combat. Like you can, you know, some of certain mechs like can deploy smoke and the smoke can damage people. You can get like a status buff so that the smoke damages. Um, you can hop over certain, um, units like to, uh, like if you're, there's a, there's a jet where like you can, like, hop over them, which is great because it actually enables you to kind of move in a certain way that you wouldn't be able to, like, move them before. You, whenever you, if you're a big humanoid mech, you can actually, like, punch, uh, a, a, an enemy and move them several tiles, which can actually cause a domino effect for other enemies. So they can all, like, kind of hit each other, which is really cool. Like, it's things like May, that.
0: Let me ask this. So, are we talking, like, uh, when it comes down to combat, we're we talking like XCOM where it's like if if the percentage of you hitting the move, if it's anything less than 94 percent, then you're going to miss.
1: <laughs> no, 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 they're, they're percent, no. The percent, the combat is actually not based on percentages. Like you will absolutely hit them. Um Now, you might not always hit them for damage, and that's dependent on like if, you know, they might have armor that they're not, maybe they're resistant to like. Your particular mech or maybe they're resistant to to being pushed so maybe you will do damage but you won't push them um or maybe they're resistant to missiles so they can only be punched so things like that matter but yeah there's no like percentage
0: Hmm. that's good
1: yeah yeah so it's a really awesome game again i apologize if that was just complete garbage out of my mouth but um but i don't know it it's really fun. I, I do encourage people to check it out. I'll probably mention it at least one other time because um, I'm going to continue to play it. Um, I actually have only, like I said, only completed one run and it was on easy. So I want to try to do like normal mode this time and, and see. what I, I couldn't even get past like two levels in normal. It was really bad. Uh, it was really bad. But now that I've like kind of got the strategy down, it took me a, quite a few runs and losses to kind of get like what the flow of combat is. It's not an easy game to like pick up immediately. Um, it is something that is, is super cerebral. So, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play around with it some more, uh, but I am enjoying my time with
0: it for sure. Okay. And I, I, I think that was something that I was looking into, but I don't know. It might, it, like you said, it, there's like a, like a puzzle aspect to it where I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm not sure if I, if I need more puzzles in my life right now. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. And that's the thing is that. It it is kind of puzzle based, to be honest with you. Like it's it is focused on combat, but it is like more about like because because the damage uh, is so consistent. Like you were asking about percentages earlier. Um, none of that stuff is left up to chance. So because it is dependent on like you know, I know I'm gonna do this amount of damage, or I know this thing is going to do this damage to me like it really is a matter of like what is the best move i can make to not only like mitigate the damage to my mechs but also protect like the little buildings that they're trying to attack um you know can i turn them around in a way to make them hit themselves because you can also do that it's really you have to honestly outsmart the ai uh, which is harder than it sounds <laughs> um but uh yeah it's certainly a, a puzzle aspect to it but but we'll see. I, if you do check it out, definitely let me know because I'd be interested in talking more about it. Maybe you can explain it better than I can. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so moving right along, another game I picked up. I can't talk about it too much because I haven't played it for too long, but maybe you could pick up some of the slack for me. But, uh, it's Wargroove, actually. Um, Wargroove picked this up last week, actually, as of this recording. Um, got it for like seven bucks, which was great. And, uh, this is the game by, ooh, I wanted to say Cloverworks. Cleverworks? Something like that. I'm sorry. Uh, um,
0: wasn't it Chucklefish?
1: Chucklefish. Jesus, where is my head at? Chucklefish games. And, uh, this is a spiritual successor to Advance Wars. And, um, it, it's like basically Advance Wars, but medieval, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it.
1: Yeah. Um, it, very similar. It's got that same, you know, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, kind of grid-based combat, Advanced Wars, combat that we know and love. You, you choose to attack a unit, it does that zoom in, and you get to see like a little animation for it. Uh, there's actually quite a bit of voice acting in it, like, uh, like little quips and everything in there, which is really nice. It seems to have a quite a, a sprawling campaign, um, in it. So you actually seem to take control of a villain at first, like the very first thing that you do in the game, Um, which is interesting. It kind of teaches you the ropes of like, you know, how to move, how to attack, like how to look at your objectives and your map and things like that. Um How far are you into this game, Chris?
0: Oh, I downloaded it. Oh, guys, you haven't
1: actually played it yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just... So, yeah, so um the last week of E... Well, not last week of E3, but like the week of E3 um Nintendo had a really good sale they had a bunch of games on sale and I was like you know what 50 bucks let's see what I could get so I bought Wargroove I bought um hmm I bought the Cadence of Hyrule bought the uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer and at that point I had like a good hmm, maybe like 15-ish bucks left so I literally like went into the store and i was like i did uh sort by (laughs) low to high and try and try to buy like as you know many games as i could with 50 bucks so but war group was definitely one of them i'm excited i'm excited for it like i feel like you you're right if you've been wanting a uh advanced war advanced wars uh you know if you wanted something to like replace that you know empty hole in your heart then this is the game for you
1: yeah absolutely this is absolutely the game for you um i this is definitely something i'll talk about uh maybe next week uh like in more in depth because i just i just haven't played enough of it yet i just played like the first couple of chapters um but it seems really fun the art style seems cool and i enjoy the the look of it it looks like you got like you know multiplayer modes and everything like that so i'm kind of curious to hop into this... that
0: is there, is there a campaign editor? What? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Hmm.
1: You you can actually make your own maps and upload them online.
0: That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So definitely that'll be something that we come back to in the future. I just wanted to mention it really quick just to kind of give people a heads up that we will be talking about that. Um, the last game. Man, I've been, go- I've been going for a while, guys. Uh, last game. Last game I, here.
0: I feel like. I feel like this episode should be called Roddy, what you been playing? <laughs> Possibly.
1: <laughs> but um so yeah, uh the last game here that I'm gonna mention is uh something I have been personally looking forward to for quite a while because it's mixed a lot of things that I really like and I really enjoy, uh all together in one one glorious pot. And uh that is judgment, man.
0: All right, hold on, hold on. I gotta, let me, let me, because I'm I'm also excited about this game. Let me kick back, get comfortable, because I haven't had the chance, because I've been super busy and a little low on funds, but I'm going to live vicariously through you. So let me get comfortable and... (laughs) Sit back, enjoy your drink, and just hear you gush about this game. So this game
1: is obviously... Very good. Okay, so it's made by the Ryugo Gakuto studio. I butchered that, I'm sorry. But the guys who basically make, the guys and girls who make Yakuza, it is by that same studio. So they're actually using the upgraded, the most upgraded version of, at this moment, of the Dragon engine, which is a beautiful, beautiful piece of technology. Um, like this, this, this game makes the city lights super bright. It makes this facial expressions insane. I would say it's equivalent to something like um I would say like Days Gone. Like how how I was saying earlier. Like Days Gone. Hey, uh, hey
0: listen, I thought we were done talking about this game.
1: You're you're right. <laughs> you're right. Like a uh, horizon. How about that?
0: There like we a, go.
1: Like a horizon or whatnot. Like it's the facial tech is very good. Um and also this is not going to sound like anything to anyone who has never played a Yakuza game, but you can walk into interiors and there's no loading. Wow. No loading. It's like in Yakuza 0 and uh, Komami 1, both of which I've played, those are the only two Yakuza games I've played, um, outside of the original for PS2, you always had to – Anytime you went to a shop, there was a loading screen. Now the loading wasn't egregious, but it was always there and it always kind of broke up the action in a little bit. It's just, it's, it's loading. It's noticeable, but it, my mind was blown out of my skull when like I was able to walk into a, uh, a store and like seamlessly go from the store back into the city street. And it was just, it was like, it was actually happening. It was amazing. Um, I do now just full disclosure. I think that that is the case in Koami 2 and Yakuza 6, but given as I have no, I have not played those games yet. Um, I, this is my first experience with the new dragon engine. Um, and it's great. So judgment is about, I'm only a couple hours in, so I can't talk too much about it or in depth, but it is about, uh, a detective who gets a killer off. Of, uh, like just off the hook, actually. And, uh, he was, he proved the guy innocent. But turns out, like, not that long later, like maybe a few days or a week or so later, the guy actually, like, is said to murder his ex or his girlfriend and, like, set his house on fire and do a bunch of other crazy shit. Jesus. And, um, yeah. And so the, uh, game actually cuts, like, fast forwards to, like, three years later, like, after that. And he's no longer like working at that agency, um, or no longer practicing, actively practicing the law, but he's kind of like working as a detective sort of for like doing collections for like the Yakuza, uh, with like one of his ex Yakuza buddies. And, um, that's actually where I'm at right now is like kind of doing this first, uh, mission. Actually, one of the Yakuza families from, uh, the Tojo clan, which is, if you've played Yakuza before is, is like one of the main clans, like in, uh, in, that's the, same Yakuza clan that, uh, Kiryu is from. And, uh, it, it, this takes place in the same universe as the Yakuza games. This is like a spinoff, basically. Um, but one of the main guys in, in that, in this clan has, uh, is apparently accused of murder. And you do the whole ace attorney thing of like visiting him in interrogation room and like you're asking him a bunch of questions. Um, I should note that judgment is basically like a Yakuza game with like a ace attorney skin, which, if you know me at all, it's <laughs> sold. sold, sold. I love Yakuza. I love Ace Attorney. This is like a game. It's like, hey, Rod, you did, did you do you want a game that's made just for you? Like, it's like they know me without knowing me. It's beautiful. So this game mixes uh, Sherlock Holmes, Yakuza, the series, uh, Ace Attorney, um, and pretty much like The Big Sleep or Blade Runner, or any sort of noir uh, movie that you've ever seen, like all into one, because like you've got like the kind of smoky, sultry soundtrack in the background, like kind of as you're like smoking, as you're with this your leather jacket and white t-shirt, as you're like walking through the the rain-drenched streets of Kamurocho, Japan. Like it's very. Very noir. Like, it's very slick and cool and very reminds me of, it very much reminds me of, like, a Sherlock Holmes story. Uh, it's a little more glossy than Sherlock Holmes was, but, um, but yeah, it, it is, it is that you have so much to do in this city. The game lets you loose almost immediately. So you can, like, run through Camarocho, uh, the, the town, and, like, you can go to the arcade. You can play Virtua Fighter Five. Wait, what? Let me say that again. You can play Virtua Fighter 5 in this game.
0: Alright, um, so like, maybe like you, is it like a preset, like you're playing as a certain character or is it like the? It's
1: a full game. Wow. You could play, you could play the actual game of uh, Virtua Fighter uh, 5 in the arcade. You could play Puyo Puyo and they have another game in there. There's like three games in this one. Cause Yakuza is known for always having arcade games that you can play. Yeah. Um, and they're always relevant to the times. So when Yakuza 0 in the 80s, they had things like Outrun and Space Harrier and games like that, which are great. They're great games. Um, but the closer that the games come to the modern times, the more advanced that the games become. This game takes place in 2018, so you get fairly advanced games. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really cool. But... um but, yeah, so far I'm really liking it. You could do that. You go to the arcade. You can have a – you can go to the bar and have drinks. I haven't gotten to this feature yet, but I just got the notification, like, uh, in my help menu that you can go out and, like, make friends and, like, get cases from them to work. Like, you could work freelance for certain people uh, and work different cases and actually solve them. Like, you have a dossier of, like, people uh, in, like, the sort of cases that you can solve. So, like, like you have a little case file list. um and you can you do you're doing things like you're tailing suspects which is probably the one aspect I'm not super crazy about at the moment. I don't really like tailing aspects in any game. Um but and this one's no not really any different. I'm not a huge fan of this, but uh yeah, it's the whole thing of like hey, this guy or girl is walking down the street this way and they're turning around now. Oh, hi. you got to hide behind this, you know, clearly marked highlighted thing right here press circle uh you know and wait till they're not looking anymore um that stuff is kind of lame but other than that like i really have liked almost everything else about the game um you get to examine clues it really is like a 3d version of ace attorney and i say that with zero irony it really is like um just the way that they even have the little badges like like in japan like in uh ace, like phoenix right has like his little ace attorney badge um, they've got those, like, they've got, um, the interrogation rooms, you're examining clues in first person, um, man, this game sounds really good, it's, it's really cool, like, I- I'm not exaggerating, dude, like, it's really cool, it's really cool, like, I'm looking forward to it, and and it's so much more, like, the town is so lively, um, and there's so much to do, you can just get lost so easily, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to play more of this. And I'm excited to come back on this show and play more.
0: So let me ask this. uh, What's the combat like?
1: So the first thing I did was I grabbed someone by their leg and slung them across a car and then beat them over a head with a a traffic cone.
0: Say less. Say less. (laughs) (laughs) um, It's very
1: much like uh, Yakuza. Have you played Yakuza?
0: I have. Like I've i haven't finished any of them but like okay. i've played like bits and pieces here and there okay so but, I, but i've but i've always loved the over the top combat
1: it, this is that this is oh, that so
0: man. if i wasn't sold already yeah god damn i am yeah. sold now
1: I, I i think yakuza gets like a little bit crazier but it's you're like doing crane kicks like to people's face like on a wall like it's like you're doing that and it's funny because like the, the tone and narrative is so serious. Like even in, even in Yakuza, like the narrative is extremely serious, even if like a lot of the side quests are very silly and, uh, and they have like the kind of cartoonish moments. So far, judgment has been, um, I would say 90% serious with like 10% humor, um, and that's not a bad thing. That's, that's not a knock. I would also say that our protagonist is different than Kiryu. Kiryu is very no nonsense, very stoic, um, yeah. but, but he's also very, he's charming too. He's not like boring. I say all that, but he's not boring because like he takes all the crazy shit that he sees in stride and I really love there's an earnestness to Kiryu that is very endearing, and I I really love that about him. I think that makes him uh, one of the the better game protagonists that we have, um, because he's so earnest. But um, our the, our the the protagonist here in Judgment is very he's different from Kiryu because while he he has like this kind of slick cool factor, like he kind of knows he's cool, um, but he's also not afraid to be like a little goofy, not like Majima goofy, but like. Still just enough to be self-aware, and like, I appreciate that. Like, he quips every now and then. Kiryu doesn't really quip all that much. Um, but this guy quips a little bit, ever so slightly. And I, I kind of appreciate it that they made a protagonist that's actually just not a Kiryu surrogate. So, that's cool. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like, combat is very similar to kind of go back to what you were asking. Um, you know, it's very, it's, it's, it's brawler. You know, it's brawler just like the Yakuza games are. You have EX moves or heat moves. Um, In this one, they're called EX in, in this rather than Heat, but, um, you know, where you fill a bar, if you punch people enough times, you fill a bar and you get to do, like, crazy shit. Um, So far, you know, the game opens with, I don't know if there are more combat styles, but the game opens with uh, two. You get, like, the crane style, which is good against multiple enemies. They're very quick attacks, and then you get tiger style, which is uh very, it's a little slower, but it's, like, good for single opponents, and they're very hard-hitting moves. Um, so that's kind of what you start with. And then you have, like, a laundry list of extra attacks. Like, the, I, I unlocked an attack in the first, like, uh, ten minutes of playing, which allows me to, like, jump off of a wall and, like, tsunami kick somebody or whatever it's called. Um, it's Or Tatsumaki. Uh, it's pretty great. So, yeah. This, this, I, I'm dying to play more of this game
0: huh like man i have i'm gonna have to get this game when it's on sale because um there's like we're i'm gonna say we're like we're we're heading into a time where like you know the summer is normally like a drought for games but like there's a couple of games that are coming out that i'm actually looking forward to so it's damn it i i don't know man I, I that it might be bumped up a little bit because like I know for me like I'm looking forward to Mario Maker, which as is, as of this recording should be out now. Um and then next month there's Fire Emblem. But Yeah. Fuck this game sounds really good.
1: Yeah, this game came out at the perfect time for me. And I'm interested in the same two games that you just mentioned, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I, I had to get this because number one, I just wanted to support this game, I wanted to support the studio, and I wanted to support Sega uh in bringing it over and localizing it so quickly too, because I'm pretty sure this game just came out in Japan, right I think um, so. so they did it they turned it around really quickly, and I actually saw one of the uh one of the people involved in the localization on uh one of the giant bomb night shows, and uh yeah, I really appreciated what like he was saying about it, and I just wanted to support and I wanted to buy this game day one just to show like hey I want. More games like this to come out in America. Um, and and, and I will uh, go I was ahead.
0: say, and and that's good because like I, you know, looking at my uh, like my timeline on Facebook and Instagram, like I saw other people pick up pick it up day one. So it's good that people are like actively buying these games. See, and that's the thing. So if you are a fan of a franchise, like I understand that you know money may be tight and everything like that, but like you know, try to support you know these developers, trying to support these companies so that. They can see that there's a demand for these games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there honestly is. I love, I, I eat these games up. There's something about the Yakuza series that, um, it's very, it feels very, especially Yakuza Zero, it's very, very soap opera-y. Like, you know, I love like these just big burly men, like pontificating about like, hmm. you know, honor and like, you know, just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, there's something, Cheesy, but endearing about it. Like, that I really enjoy. Like, in almost any other universe, I'd be like, ah, pshaw. Like, this is beneath me. But, like, but this is really, this is really cool. Like, I, I really love getting involved in, like, the drama, in, in the narratives. And Yakuza Zero had a hell of a narrative, I will say. Um, and, uh, and this looks to be the same. Like, the game starts with this prologue that's Pretty neat. And then it kind of like, uh, you play a little bit and then you get a, a lengthy cutscene and then it cuts to like an opening that you would get in like a TV show or something where it's like showing all the character, the cast of characters and who they're voiced by. And then you get the title screen that for the credits. And I'm like, ooh, I'm like, man, I'm popping some popcorn right now. It's, it's exciting. Like I, I love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's judgment. I'm definitely going to talk about this game more. I'm going to play more of it and I'll, I'll talk about it more next week.
0: Nice.
1: Man. Yeah. Wow. Um that was an adventure,
0: guys. I, I still stand by the title of this episode. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh well I it can't be just about what I've been
1: playing though. Chris, what have you been playing? Man, I've been playing a game called
0: Life. Oh. And it's real. Okay. Uh what, how how much does it cost? <laughs> Man. Too much.
1: That, that's, that's when you were supposed to say
0: everything. Oh, oh, you're right! You're right! <laughs> it cost everything! <laughs> Damn it! How did I miss that? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. All I, right, tried, so I tried to lay it at your feet. You, d- you did. You did. You, <laughs> did. you tossed it up, and I completely missed it. Um, But no, all seriousness. Um, I've had a little bit of time to play some games. Um, But. In the time that I've had to play games, I played games that I actually enjoyed. You're good. That's always good. <laughs> I'm looking at you, days gone. <laughs> mm, deserve, oh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna I stop. Just, that. I deserve it. I'm gonna stop that. But um, all right. So in all seriousness, um, we're gonna start this off with I don't know where do I want to start. I guess I can start with you know slight recap on Canons of High Rule. Uh, if you didn't hear me last week talk about Canons of Hyrule... Rule. It is a, it's a, it's a weird game. Not weird. Weird isn't like good. You have, um, a, if you haven't played Crypt of the Necro Dancer, it is a roguelike, it's like a top down action game. Quote unquote, like I guess. But it's, um, it's literally, it's a, it's like a, a reskin of Crypt of the Necro Dancer, but with, you know, Legend of Zelda. Um, what i really love about the game is that they remix a lot of the legend of zelda music so you know whenever i like whenever i'm playing like i'm getting you know excited because of the music playing which of course when playing this game make sure you're playing with headphones or playing with you know a you know, if you're playing on a tv make sure that the music is up because it's all rhythm based and because it's all rhythm based like you have to uh sort of pace yourself like while you're moving around because you have to move on the beat of the music you have to attack on the beat of the music and with this being a zelda game you have weapons and weapons and weapons so you have your bombs you have your arrows you have your hook shots um I'm pretty sure there's more weapons but those are the ones i unlocked so far and you have to do all of this based on like the timing of the music and when you're moving around the world, it's sort of like, um, imagine, um, like, the old school, like, top-down Zelda games. So, like, think Link to the Past, think Link's Awakening. It's that type of view where you're looking down, uh, you know, like a 2D Zelda. And for me, at first, it was a little weird seeing that and then, like, trying to move normally. But, like, then seeing it say, like, missed Beat, like, you really do have to move with the music And because of that, like, some of the enemies have certain attack patterns where, like, you'll, they'll slowly roll out that, you know, hey, this certain enemy will only move, like, diagonally. Or this certain enemy will only charge in, like, a certain, like, you'll only charge a certain way. So um, you pretty much have to, like, pretty much use that and learn from your mistakes, which over, I think the two weeks that I've been playing the game, I'm actually, I could actually make it through a run and, like, get some things done while I'm playing. So, with this being a roguelike, of course, when you die, you lose a majority of your items. Now, of course, certain items like the hookshot and, um, pretty much like these diamonds is like your hard currency that you don't lose whenever you die. Uh, you lose, like, you know, your, your arrows, you lose, Um, like your torches, like certain like items you'll lose every run. But when you start like a new run, you'll, you're able to like use your diamonds to sort of buy like weapons to sort of go into your next run with.
1: So that actually doesn't sound that much different or more complicated than Into the Breach. Like that sounds, yeah, (laughs)
0: like,
1: (laughs) yeah, like your diamonds are kind of like your pilots, like you can bring them to the, next run right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you got your currency that you just spoke about that's like the rep so okay maybe i didn't explain that as badly as i thought i did
0: okay hey i mean look at that it's good <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean it's it's a good game like i feel like there's a nintendo licensing current like uh price hike right so game, yeah i
1: remember you saying that last week
0: yeah so the game is like 25 bucks um so if you're if you're going into this thinking, oh, it's like a Legend of Zelda game, and you're not really looking at the whole rhythm based thing, you're gonna be like you're gonna it's gonna like throw you off a little bit. So I know for maybe like a quick second I was thinking, damn, did I like fuck up by buying this game? But I once you get adjusted to like how the game works and like the rules of this game, you'll you'll enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I've never I've not played um I've unfortunately not played Crypto the Necrodancer yet, so like everything that, um, you've mentioned is new to me. Um, but I did find it to be compelling watching some of the treehouse footage. I think it was on treehouse. Uh, mm-hmm. or, yeah. um, and, and it looks fun. Like I love rhythm games. Love, love, love rhythm games. It's like one of my top five genres, probably, maybe top three. Um, you know, I'm not like, Zelda's fine. It's cool. I'm not a die-hard Zelda fan or anything, but um, I might check that out, though, because it, it seems like a really neat concept.
0: I'll say this. If you're wanting to try out like just that genre, definitely pick up Krypton, the Necrodancer first, because it's cheaper, and if you're liking how that works, then get the Cadence of Hyrule. Okay, so it really is the same thing, just with the different skin.
1: Yeah. Different music, I guess, too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, all in all, good stuff. Like I said, once you know, I play a little bit more. You know, I have, I'll have a little bit more time uh, next week to hopefully play more and actually finish it. Um, because I have, like, I, I sort of, you know, read some impressions. People were saying that it's a little bit on the shorter side. So, um, whether or not like that justifies the twenty five bucks, we'll sort of see with how many hours I really pump into it. But so far, the bit that I've played, I've, I've enjoyed it i'm having fun right so um next up it's a little bit of a it's an older game for me but no it was an older game for y'all but it's a newer game for me but i picked up spider-man marvel spider-man uh it was a it was on sale on during like the, the days of play on playstation and man what have i been missing out on like this game is good it's really, really good. Um, it's a PS4 exclusive. So sorry, Microsoft, but, um, it's, it's sort of like what you really want in these like superhero games. Like if you've, if you went into Avengers and like came out and you're like, dang, like I really want like a really good superhero game. This is definitely like one of those games worth picking up. Um, at this point, I think it has a, permanent price drop of 40 bucks. So you should be able to find it a little bit cheaper than that. Um, I was able to, of course, like get it on sale. And then I saw that, like, the bundle with the DLC was like 30 bucks. So I was like, Hey, you know, might as well pick up everything, but this game does a lot of things right. Like it's so far, you know, of course, you know, touching on one of the most important things in a Spider-Man game, the swinging mechanics is really good. Um, got to be. It's got I, to be. I feel like need be like, I, I was honestly thinking about this before the show. I was like, dang, like, uh, you know, I have some laundry to do, but I still have to stay up and do different things. Like, am I going to play a video game? What am I going to do? And I was like, dang, I could totally like just jump into Spider-Man and just swing around the city. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and just have fun. Yeah. You could just jump, swing around and
1: find a bunch of the Easter eggs that they've got lying around.
0: Yeah. Which, and, and I feel like the, the world, like it feels lived in, like you, you sort of feel like you're, you know, you're in New York, you see a lot of people walking around, you see, you see the traffic. Um, and then, like you said, like there's a lot of Easter eggs, there's a lot of things sprinkled around the world. So, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm maybe heading into like the halfway point of the game.
1: Where are you in it? I think it's, you could probably talk freely about it now. So spoilers for, Spider Man coming up.
0: Um, well, I I'm at the part where um Miles just he he just starts working at the uh food kitchen.
1: Okay. I that sounds like
0: middle ish to me. Yeah, so Miles first starts working there, so you're like that is at is that the point of the game where like now it's cycling between playing as Spider Man, playing as um MJ and playing as Miles.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure.
0: And like, I think the way I sort of tackled like doing side missions, the game is pretty much, uh, like, I guess it, it does this thing where it's like, hey, Spider-Man's like talking to himself. He's like, hey, I have time to burn. Let me go ahead and do some side missions. And then immediately he's like, okay, I did some side missions. Let's try, it's time to get serious. And like, he'll jump he'll jump into, like, a main quest. So, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I I did too much of the side quest already because, like, the game is, it's fun to just, like, go around and, like, collect stuff. So, like, I've been collecting, the collectibles, I've been going around stopping crimes, and, you know, I feel like I'm maybe, like you said, I'm maybe, like, halfway through it. And the, it's, like, stopping the crimes, it's repetitive, but it's not, like, to the point where I'm sick of it yet
1: it'll get there it'll it'll, it'll get there but i mean i think it will get there if you try to go for like the achievement or the the trophies um i think if you just kind of do them at your leisure it'll be fine um it's just when you like if you if you decide to like you know go get 100 percent in a district Mm -hmm. i think that's when it will begin to wear on you because those are the usually the ones that are, are uh, left, because those are the ones that you just have to wait for, unfortunately. Mm. Um, you know, whereas everything else, you can kind of just go there and do it. Like, all the uh, all the hideouts and all that other stuff. Like, you can kind of just arrive there and attempt it. Um,
0: and, and that's what I've been doing. Like, I've been, like, swinging around... And like mm-hmm. sort of like mashing R3 to see like what's nearby. Yeah. And you know, you know, stopping a crime or like picking up like looking for a backpack. And like now like I'm going after like these hideouts and like it's, it's sort of natural. Like how I'm finding them, like I'm not actively going out finding them, but like I'm swinging around and then all of a sudden I see like a bunch of thugs on a, you know, rooftop. I beat them up and then he's like oh well let's go ahead and go into the building and take out the rest of them i'm like all right cool let's do it yeah so it's i mean it's, it's cool like i'm really liking it so far the only thing that i gotta say that's i'm not liking is that like it it's sort of when you play as mj you play as uh miles it sort of breaks up the like the just the flow of the game
1: yeah it it does, and those stuff sections are not awesome um I like the idea of what they're trying to do with them like i, I like the fact that they're they're trying to do something narratively with them, which you'll find out later, like it thematically you know what what the game itself is trying to say about like you know heroes and the regular people and how we relate to them like it's trying to say to put bigger themes on it uh in that context which is fine that's that's cool i like the ambition of that but yeah like playing it it's not great because it's like you get spotted even slightly and then you have to start all the way over it's it's frustrating
0: yeah and i don't know what it is but um playing as miles and like having like the sable people like run up on me with guns like it's sort of like it's a little off-putting.
1: Mm. Hmm. I hadn't even considered that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I'm like, you know, hands up. I'm not. Re- I'm not resisting. Right. <laughs> don't. Right. Sh- don't shoot me, please. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was a. Yeah. I don't like those parts. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. A but. Point. Yeah. But I mean, besides that, you know, the combat's really solid. Um. Like it. It. it it's sort of like heavily, like, I don't want to say relies on, but, like, it sort of feels like an Arkham uh, mechanic, or, like, it's it's sort of rhythm-based, if you think about it, when you're fighting enemies, so it's all about, you know, keeping your combo going, making sure that you're not getting hit, making sure you're countering, making sure you're sort of swapping up your moves and whatnot, but um all in all, like, I think, you know, good stuff, like, I'm enjoying my playthrough um like i said like 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 we said before uh we haven't really done uh what you've been playing for a while Mm -hmm. so um this is something i've been like whenever i did have time i tried to sneak you know get some time in on this game oh for sure yeah Yeah. but uh that's that's spider-man and last but not least uh this past weekend Was an open beta for uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Mm -hmm. So, uh, jumping into it, you know, I've pumped in a ton of time into Monster Hunter World, like a ton. Um, haven't really played it since I really dropped off of it. So, jumping in, like playing this beta, they give you, like, you know, a preset character, give you preset um, like item loadouts, preset weapons, but it's sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's sort of giving you that like taste of, um, sort of like a taste of like what's to come with like some of the en- like newer enemies and the newer environments. So, um, I'm really upset I didn't see
1: this beta until it was already over.
0: It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm surprised I caught it too but it's uh like I had fun with it like they uh included like the there's a new mechanic with your um your slinger where if you want to like automatically lot, like latch on to enemy or to a monster you can and it'll and like depending on the weapon that you have you'll do like a different animation to try and take the enemy anim- the monster down hmm. so like that's that's pretty cool um the ice environments was pretty cool so they give you a little taste of that and then um the way they break down this beta uh was there was three hunts. There was um one with a I'm trying to remember the name of the monster, it's been a minute. But it's like a one with like with a regular monster that you know you know of if you played Monster Hunter, and then with the last two hunts, they sort of let you go into this new area and you're fighting two of the newer monsters. So wow. yeah, so I played I played the first two hunts. The first hunt um, I dang, I it's I'm drawing a blank right now on the name of the monster, but it's like that giant lizard.
1: Uh, well Rathalos is the dragon, not that.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But you know who I'm talking about, right? I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that was a really easy hunt, and and it was funny is that I play I play with the hunting horn, so I was able to solo. Um. The first two hunts with the hunting horn, the third hunt or um, well, the second hunt is sort of like with like this best way of like describing it is like a giant moose. That's the way I sort of think of it It's like a giant monster with like antlers that will sort of dig his head into the ground and charge. And then it'll eventually try and like charge and like make these giant like like giant snow boulders and try and like tackle you with it. Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah so um he was the second one he wasn't you know too hard but then the third was like um so sort of like the rathalos of this expansion so you know going into it solo like i i feel like i was doing okay damage but what killed what messed me up was like the timer i think there was like a Ten fifteen minute timer. I think it was fifteen minutes to beat the hunt, mm-hmm. and I ran out of time. And by the time I was like running out of time, like the the monster was like you know tired, like he was you know spitting up and you know sort of like staggering. So I was like, all right, I have him on the ropes. I can finish him. And like I, I feel like as soon as I was going in for like the the killing blow, the game was like, oh, time's up, you lose. So wow, yeah. So that, that sucked. But then I was like, wait a minute, this is Monster Hunter multiplayer so luckily in this beta they gave you the option to like make lobbies so you can play with friends um at the time i was playing it was like at a weird time so i was able to just jump online and play with people online and we're able to you know get together and take out the the third monster nice okay yeah
1: okay
0: nice nice but yeah, definitely, you know, solid impressions. Um, if you've played Monster Hunter World, you sort of know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of like quality of life changes that I really didn't look into, but mm-hmm. I know that's there. Uh, but it's definitely something once it rolls, rolls around, uh, in September, you know, it's going to be something that I'll, I'll be picking up.
1: Nice. That's that's good to hear. It's been a while too. It's that would have been a year and a half after release. Over a year and a half after release. Yeah. So this is a significant expansion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Sounds good though. Thank you for yeah. reporting on that.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much what I have this week. Um I mean, I played the Outer Wilds, but this was like three weeks ago. Uh had fun. But I feel like I've read more about this game than I've actually played. Okay. So...
1: That might be something that we come back to then. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dying to know more about that game. I want to hear from you specifically. So, yeah, I'm going to kick my feet up when you talk about it. And
0: Yeah, like I've played enough of the game where some of the mechanics was a surprise to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's really interesting. Let's see where this goes. But there's, like, another mechanic that I didn't know about that would have been cool to sort of, like, find out, on you know, on my own. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I,
1: I haven't gotten spoiled yet, and I want to try to keep it that way.
0: Okay, cool. So that's why I'm, I'm glad I was speaking big. But, yeah, uh it'll be something that uh hopefully next week or the week after next I'll have more time to play and we can talk about it. Excellent. Sounds good. All right. So... Uh, normally this section is where we sort of, like, you know, leave open for news, but with it being a couple weeks after E3, and most most news that's out there is already out there, uh, I think we're gonna sort of, like, you know, cut this short this week. We definitely filled the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we definitely filled filled the time this week, um... I, th- I think yeah, I think this is where're where where we gonna cut it this week uh i do i do wanna say that um this past week, and we sort of talked about this before, you know recording uh I just wanted to like just just put this out here um if you don't know, there was a, a youtuber who committed suicide um this past week uh he uh and if you don't know it's you know it's Etika... He was a Nintendo YouTuber for the most part, Nintendo enthusiast. He streamed, uh, a bunch on YouTube, uh, about, like, he did a lot of, um, you know, reaction videos. He did a lot of, like, reaction videos to streams, but he, like, all in all, like, a really entertaining guy. Uh, you know, people that have, you know, met him personally or, uh, hung out with him, like, they, they always, you know, you'll always see, like, a, a theme of him saying, like, he just had, like, a, he was just, he was just fun to be around. He was just, like, a, a positive, you know, just, a, like, a, a bright light. But, you know, just over time, you know, that bright light sometimes get dim and eventually, you know, get dark. And mental health is, it's, it's something that should never really be, it's something that we, we never really talk about as a community until it's really too late. I feel like mm-hmm. so um you know if you don't know he just just to sort of give like a a quick uh recap of the story you know like the last 8 months uh, he sort of went unhinged like he started um you know saying weird things on Twitter um he eventually uh pretty much self-destructed his main YouTube account which had about Eighty eight hundred thousand subscribers. Um, and just it, at that point, it was just like a snowball effect that just kept going and going. And you see stuff like this, and you think, well, you know, he's a YouTuber, he's doing all this for you know, the publicity, but at the same time, like, you sort of have to sit back and sort of look like, yo, this he's sort of acting different. He's at least to me, like, it's, it's sort of like a cry to help. And I mean, it even got to a point where I think a couple months ago, uh, he live, like, he was live streaming and he was pretty much like, uh, threatening suicide, like, on stream and they called the police. So it was on stream where the police raided and, you know, arrested him for that. Um, so I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's a tough story for me to really talk about. Um, but I just, like, at the end of the day, want to just put it out there that if you're dealing with mental health, you think you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, you know, you're not alone. I know that you hear this a lot, but you really aren't alone. I know personally I've, uh, you know, sort of dealt with issues like this. And on my own personal page, like, I went out and, like, yeah, you know, this whole story, like, pretty much shook me this week, and sort of, like, you know, talked about it on my Instagram account, and, you know, I want to shout out to the people that's reached out, that's, you know, you know, sort of, like, talked to me, and, like, hey, you know, told me, like, hey, you know, you're definitely not alone, like, I appreciate, you know, everything you do, like, it's it's good to know that, you know, people are here with you, so um, if you feel like you don't have that, you know, there is, you know, means of talking to people, like, you don't have to end it, um, but, dang, I don't, I don't want to end the show on, like, a, a, like, a, like, a sad note, but it's sort of something that has to be said, uh, just, I don't know, and, like, if, if you have a friend that also seems like they're a little bit off or seems like they're going through it, like, definitely check up on them. Uh, help them out. If you can't help them out, try and get them help. Because, I mean, look at, you know, what, what happened to Etika. Like, we you know, not only lost, like, a great content creator, we lost you know, a person. Like, it's not something that could be undone. Like, this guy, he's he's gone. So, um, definitely let's start taking stuff like this seriously before you know, things like this happen. But, yeah. That's, yeah, absolutely. Sort of... Yeah, go
1: ahead. I just want to say really quickly, uh, absolutely everything you said. Just want to echo all of that. Um, definitely reach out to someone if you notice signs. Um, there are resources you can use, um, <clears throat> that you can utilize if, you know, you ever feel this way. Um, I know the Suicide Hotline, eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. They have plenty of additional resources that you can utilize um as well if you want to call them and, and talk to someone. Um the National Alliance on Mental Illness um, has a bunch of different information that you can find on their website. Um I believe they have a number as well that you can call on their site. Um I mean these are these are resources available to you if you ever feel like that is um if you ever feel that way, um if you ever feel like you need help and you don't feel like you can talk to anyone, um th- those are those are resources that are available to you. Um and I would urge you uh to please, please, please utilize them. Um and if you again, as Chris was saying, if you do notice that within someone, um yeah definitely reach out um don't be afraid to reach out you know you never know this is a human being um you know we're we're all human at the end of the day um and we we really have to take care of each other uh do our best to to um to do that so yeah, definitely, I think everything else you said was was great
0: yeah so um we'll go ahead and roll out the red carpet with that and uh end this episode off episode eighteen and episode 18 in the bag Uh, Rod you got anything
1: um we've got episode 19 coming up which episode 20 will be right after that that's kind of a big deal um wow we will have been close to a quarter of 100 episodes that's that's insane that's kind of of insane so uh, I am very excited to get into judgment like I was saying earlier Um, Getting back into that and getting back into War Group. I I expect that I will have a lot more to say about those titles uh, next week. So, yeah.
0: All right. So, guys, uh, you know how I like to do this. Drink more water, moisturize the ankles, take your vitamins, eat your greens. Not some of it, but all of it. All of it on your plate. Eat it don't sweat the small stuff read more keep people around you that'll tell you the truth be humble commit to things greatest struggles are your greatest lessons text your friends that you haven't talked to in a while change the sound of your alarm every couple days hey listen so i talk about this. i've preached this for weeks and like it screwed me up a couple times i can say that doing this will help you out change your alarm every couple of days so it'll help you wake up so that you're not too used to it. Stop waiting for the perfect time because there'll always be an excuse to not be productive. If you're traveling this summer, use your front pockets to carry your stuff because otherwise you're making it easier to be pickpocketed. If you have life problems, don't run away from them. Face them because they'll haunt you later on if you don't. If you want to make a change in your life, you know what? Just take it one day at a time. Ask yourself, what can I do today to make that change? And just because someone doesn't agree with you, doesn't make them an enemy. Just makes them a person that just has a different viewpoint. Try and learn from them. But last and not least, guys, stay beastly. We love you guys. Have a great week. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.